Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, get ready for episode 271 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users, rate and review the show and everyone. Go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And we are back in the booth. Mike B. Zo, what's good, fellas? What's up, Corey? What's up, Mike B? What's up, the I love family? Yes, sir. 4-0. Shipped them devils off. All right. We knew that would happen. Right? That was never in question. Right? That's what we do. Yeah. They usually yeah. play us a lot tougher than they played us this season, though. So it was good to blow those guys out of there. Uh, what were your uh, some quick thoughts on that game? Yeah. Um, I, I think they played us pretty tough, especially initially. They they came out, you know, all guns are blazing. And um, they came out, got the quick score. And, you know, that's kind of the ebb and flow with, with GSU versus Valley. You know, the first quarter, the first part of the game, uh, they, they come out and it looks like it's going to be a competitive game. And then we just – It didn't look like know, it was going to be a competitive game, Mike. It didn't look like it was going to be a competitive game. It did So, so, you, so when, when, when they when, – when they, uh, No, no. When they first touched down, you wasn't – No. Though, okay. did you blink when they scored? Oh, this is a new JSU. Years ago, what would we have said? Oh, here we go again. Yeah. Well, right, here's but- my thing. Here's here's my thing. And you know, I expected us to win. I expected us. In, you, you can go back and, and look at you know my digital footprint or whatever. I I thought we scored in the seventies, and I thought Valley would score zero. I thought they would score none. So the fact that they scored, you know, one touchdown, they they did they did better than Fam. They did better than Fam. You. That's a good they point. did. That's a great they point. Did. That's a great point. Right. Yeah, I mean they 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 led at one point in the ball game. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess, that's a fact. So I guess I can't uh, argue with it. That, that is literally a fact. But like I said, man, you know, years ago we would have been like, oh man, here, here we go. But this game, yeah. even the previous week against Grambling, when they scored a couple of times, to tied the score up, tied the game up. I I never even blinked. I mean, I yawned. <laughs> like I, I yawned, yeah. and I told somebody against with the Valley game, oh, that'll be their only score. Just wait, you know, watch and see what the final score is. So it's a new day, new day for Jack State football, though. Yeah, Corey, I, I I definitely agree. And to echo Coach Prime, I mean, the mere fact that we won this game in the fashion that we did, forty nine to seven, and we're literally upset knowing that we really left about twenty five to thirty points. You know what I'm saying? On the field, we left it. 
and we're not satisfied with a 49 to 7 win. It's just imagine that we're not satisfied. No Jacksonia is satisfied with our performance. We know we could have did better. So it's a new day. It's a new day on the street. It wasn't yeah, that, that fulfilling. That, it, it wasn't yeah. that fulfilling. I mean, yeah, that, that seems to be the consensus. Uh, people are satisfied with the win, but um, it, it's, it's not up to uh, the fans' expectations. Uh, they expected a lot more. Uh, there were some things where something, some phases of the game that I didn't like. We'll get into that later. But overall, it, it was a great win, great team win. We got out of there without any significant injuries. So uh, that's pretty much all you can ask for when we play Valley. It's just one of those games where it's like a family reunion. Uh, the game is there, and, you know, there's really no, you know, no constant threat of, oh, we might lose this game, we might lose this game. You know, you just show up, you know, you hang out with your friends, your friends on Valley, and just um, – Enjoy halftime show, enjoy the game, and and leave and go on about your business. Right now, it was a dominant, non-dominant performance. Right, can, can both things be true? Yeah, right. Though we always say two <laughs> things can be true at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the ultimate yeah. uh, you know, test of that uh, of that statement because, again, we you know we say we didn't dominate, but then you look at the numbers: six hundred thirty-eight yards of total offense. We'll talk about Shadur, but I mean, a career passing day: forty out of fifty-one. 438, all career highs, four touchdowns. He threw a late interception. I mean, spread the ball around 12 different receivers. But and then you, you, a lot of people said after the game, man, what do we have to do to get off to a better start? We start off slow, right? But if you think about it, this team was a fumble. I mean, Savion Wilkerson literally fumbled the ball into the end zone. I mean, at what the yeah. half yard line. So if you take away that fumble, that's a tw- that's a 28 point half, which puts you on pace for 56 points. So a 28-point half, and people are looking at it like, man, we're man, we just starting slow. <laughs> that just tells you the expectation and the firepower of this team. Because, typically, I mean, did we average 28 points a game last season? Uh, last season? Um, yeah, we did. Yeah, it was I, like I, about, think so. I think so, yeah. I, I think, think so. that uh, right at 28 points a game. That game kind of put us over the top there. Yeah. So, so roughly 20, so we'll say roughly 28 points, and that team went undefeated in the conference, won the SWAC. So now we're talking about a team that literally put that up in the half, but teams are saying, or what fans are saying, hey, we're, we're starting slow. <laughs> You're starting slow. Think about it. Yeah. Well, you know, Coach Prime, he, he you know, he he set the standard for us. He said he wanted to dominate all phases of the game from from kickoff to you know the 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 clock hit all zeros. So he 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 set that precedent. So you know we're gonna follow right behind him. Yeah, we're 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 definitely carried on the personality of the head coach, and that's true. Uh, again, you know, to echo what you stated, Corey, when you look at when you factor in all the stats, like if you just pick up the the, the stats sheet and just mm-hmm. go down it, you would think it's a dominant performance. I mean, we got over two hundred yards rushing. Well, we got two hundred yards rushing. Shadur did his usual. We spread the ball around. We only gave up seven points. The defense played well. We were good on third downs. All the things you would really ask your team to do for for a win, we did that. But even knowing that, we had so many miscues and so many things that we need to work on that were so blaring. And it's like we're happy with the win, but we're not satisfied because, again, I think if we put our best foot forward, we easily win this game. Seriously, man, probably like about 84 to nothing. Money game. Yeah, pretty absolutely. much. Absolutely. And, you know what? What? What's so ironic about that was that we did easily win the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we but did. as I said, we, we could have easily scored seventy, you know, eighty points. So, are we being too greedy? I mean, 
No, I, mean, I don't know, man. No. This, this is it. tough, man. I, I, yeah, we deserve it. Well, we, we deserve it. We suffered through some uh, some tough seasons. Yes. We, we've suffered through some quarterback carousels, some coaching carousels. Uh, I, I think, you know, we, we deserve it. So I, I wouldn't say we're being greedy. I say this is this is what we work for, and this is what we knew Jack State could be at, you know, at its, at its fullest potential. We yeah. knew that. You know, all it took was the right coach and, you know, with, with the right mindset, the right intellect, they can rally everybody around him. You know, we didn't think it would be somebody to the magnitude of Coach Prime, but we knew that there is like, when we got the right coach, and the rest of the swag knew it too. They knew when we got the right coach. Uh, get your jokes in now because pretty pretty soon it's not going to be funny. It's, and right now it's, it's only funny to us. It's it's funny. Is it um, At what point does it become boring? Not to me. Uh, not <laughs> for, maybe, maybe if we do it six, seven years in a row, um, maybe, maybe at that point. But no. right now, it's, it's uh, it, it never become more. You never no. become more. So. No. It's, it's been a long time coming. I'm, I'm with you, but I so love it. Dallas Daniels, man, emerging. I mean, we say emerge. I don't even. We say. I think. What did Coach Prime say? He's not emerging. He's always been that. Did Coach He's Prime say something like that. He's a pro, man. This guy, yeah, ten catches, one forty-two. The most impressive thing. I mean, he jumps out. The, he jumps out. If you're watching on the TV, he jumps off the screen. If you're watching in person, I mean, he stands out like among mm-hmm. amongst a, a group of elite wide receivers. Like you look at him, and say, okay, who is that? What's that? Like if you didn't know any names or any stars, you would point that guy out. What's most impressive to me is just the yak, man, the rack. Has he ever caught a ball and went right down? Like, he's always going to get you the extra yards, man, and he's yes. so elusive. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, 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 think, I think I will say the thing that stands out to me, though, is his route running, man. The guy's just always open. He's That's always he open. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the route running, uh, the ability to get the separation, and mm-hmm. once he gets the ball in his hand, he's, he's going to feel. Yeah, you know, Zoe and Ken, y'all said it numerous times. Uh, no wasted steps. You know, he gets the ball, he gets upfield, he gets going with it. So, and just imagine, you know, you have the greatest cornerback to ever play football, <clears throat> literally is at a press conference telling the professor to the world that this kid's a pro. He said, "I seen it. I know what it looks like. You know, I see what this guy does in practice. He'll route you up. He'll do this. He'll do that. He'll do that. And I'm telling you, this guy is a pro." And then this is after a 10 catch performance for like, you know, with 140 some yards or a touchdown. Like, it's just, and it's consistent now. He's not getting 10 catches, but he's having a high number of catches yielding good yards and a touchdown. Now, four, four games in, let, let's bring up a subject that was always one of the first subjects, the first things that we would talk about at, for every recap show last season. But I don't think we've mentioned this since. Maybe the FAMU game, maybe a little bit after the Tennessee State game, but let's just talk about the offensive line. We're about a third of the way through the season, and for us to not even bring up the offensive line, you know, on in a show after what we went through last season, how refreshing is that? And what kind of grade or what's your assessment of this offensive line? Uh, I've always felt like the the the, uh, the greatest compliment for an offensive lineman is to not mention them at all. You just mm-hmm. you know when 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 you when you're not noticing them. When they're not getting false stars and holding penalties, and they're not getting blown up by defensive linemen, uh, that's the, the highest, you know, um, honor for an offensive lineman. That, that's when they're at their pinnacle, and this team is at their pinnacle right now. Uh, offensive line is doing a good job um, opening lanes and um, keeping keeping the pocket clean for Shadur. 
uh, just a great job. You know, Coach Prime said that's the one thing he was going to work on during the offseason, and, man, did he do it. Yeah, the thing that stands out to me about this old line is that they're get, there's continuity, and they're getting better game game by game. If you go back and watch that FAMU game, you know, they had a good game that game, but they're jelly, you know. And like I said earlier, I think once we get to, you know, the middle of October, I think they'll be hitting their stride, you know, because they have some games under their belt. But they're getting better. Um, even the one sack that they got, you know, pretty much with a byproduct of, you know, Shudor really looking downfield and holding the ball too long. And he could have thrown the ball away. But outside of that, man, that, that's the only sack that they gave That's the only sack they gave up. Yeah, yeah, you and, make a good uh, point there, though. You, you can really see the, the um, them jail. You can see the cohesion there. I noticed them communicating more. Uh, you can see the way the way they, they pass on defenders. It's like they're they're you know they're um they're, they're starting to, um, to come together and they're they're going to hit their stride now. So uh, the sky's the limit for this offense. Mm-hmm. As long as they stay healthy, we are great. I agree. And looking over at the defense, man, John Huggins. I was so happy to see him get one, man. <laughs> it, 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 it took me back to James Houston last year getting one, a couple actually, right. Uh, and then Aubrey earlier this season, and then to see Huggins get one, man, I was so happy for that guy. I call him pick six, man, number six. We got to call him pick yeah. six. We gotta oh, call yeah. Him pick six. yeah, yeah, oh, it's yeah. official, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And, I mean, and, and he picked them clean. I mean, if you go back and watch the play, he it basically looked like he really watched film on Valley because he picked the play. He diagnosed it, I mean, better than a receiver did. And it was wide open. And he jumped it, and it was just – Again, a pick six, and it goes back to what we what we all said before the season, fellas. You know, the one thing as good as the defense was last year, we did not generate a lot of turnovers. Not. And so far, I mean, we're knocking it out the park this year, you know, especially when you're talking about interception returns. We have multiple pick sixes on the season already in four games. You know, we have fumble for touchdowns. We forced a lot of fumbles, and we've got quite a few interceptions. So we're definitely turning the ball over. We're sitting real good in the plus minus. So – and again, go back to what you asked and what you stated earlier, Corey. You know, hey, can this defense be better than what it was last year? And fellas, after four games, statistically, we're a better defense. Sit right there, black and white. Yeah, and what what's scary is is that we're missing some of our best defensive pieces. Yes, let's say some names because we were talking about it offline. Let's hear those names. Man, um, True Thompson, Shallow hasn't been there. I mean, the number one player in the country has not been on the field for Jackson State University, and we have the number one ranked defense in the country. That's that's ironic. Antonio you know? Doyle, who looked like a grown man in that first game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he started to work his way back in there. Yeah. Frankie, you get the new addition, King, who really just got in on a few yeah. snaps the last man, game. I love that kid, man. He's so active, man. Yes. I love him, bro. I love him. And, he's, and you know what? He's playing like a kid that's excited to be at Jackson State, where it's just like. I'm just playing the game that I love to play. That's how he's playing. Mm-hmm. You're adding that to this roster. But don't forget, too, fellas, you know, Frankie Burgess is on the way it. back, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to mention him. Yeah. 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 Um, heard good things about him in camp. So, yeah. Uh, the best is yet to come, Tiger fans. Greg, great. He's been out. Yes. Right. We have our great, great Joker. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this team, man, it a couple games, and then Zoe probably can tell you. Tell you me tell us exactly, but this defense have has outscored the opponent in at least what two games? The yes. defense. Yeah. Well, Valley was seven, 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 I guess. The one we had yes. one defensive touchdown, right? Yeah. Fam, you had a yeah. what 
two or three defensive touchdowns. Yeah, we, we had, had two, two defensive touchdowns, touchdown, one special teams touchdown. Right. So that's strong, man. When your defense, <laughs> you, when you're defense, when you're, we have the one, the, probably the best, one of the best offenses in FCS football. But I mean, literally, yeah. we can not score a point on offense and win some of these games. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, our defense averaging a touchdown a game. Yes, they are. But also remember, too, guys, we're outscoring our opponents. I think like one ninety six to like thirty in the third quarter alone. <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. So four games in, you know, good time for a bye week, especially to uh, get some guys healed up and rested. I think we'll come back uh, after this bye week and be even healthier and stronger than ever. Like you said, the best is just to come. We haven't even, this team hasn't scratched the surface, which is scary. So uh, what are some things you think that we should look to improve upon and work on during this bye week so that when we come back out, we can be even stronger? Well, we, 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 got, we got quite a, a bit, to be honest with you, man. One thing that stood out to me, I'm quite sure might be a touch on it, man. We got to get our penalties down in mm-hmm. the worst way. You know, you mentioned uh, the fumble with um, with Savion, but also remember, we had a long bomb from Shador to uh, Willie Gaines that was called back on a holding penalty. And, you know, I think at this juncture right now, I think we average about four or five holding penalties a game right now. So we definitely get the penalties down. Uh, we need to work on uh, other things we need to work on is Shadour on his downfield accuracy uh, because so far this season he has roughly about five or six passes with a wide open receiver that he's overthrown you know um, that we need to you know we need to work on that but cut the penalties down also man we gotta we're getting we're good at getting off the field on third down but we gotta get better in the first half as we all know you know, getting the opponent off. I don't know if it's a thing where we're trying to get a feel for the team or what, but, you know, it's almost like last season where we're just, no matter what, we're going to start out slow. And also, is have you guys hey, noticed? Hey, say, say it again, start out slow. Go yes. Ahead. And have you guys noticed that we've won every coin toss in four games? Nah, I haven't noticed that. Where yes, we? we've, every coin toss we've won and deferred to the second half. We have not lost a coin toss yet. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, definitely the slow starts, man. We gotta, um, you know, work on that. You don't want to get to a point where, you know, um, you know, a team start to scout you more of the games. You anticipate them becoming a bit more competitive, and so you really can't have the slow starts. You, you gotta get out there and, and establish yourself, uh, you know, um, at kickoff. So, what would I mean? Not the hard this, but we keep saying slow start. Like, was that a slow start against Valley? We scored on the our first possession. Uh, I, yes, I think at, at that point the, the we slow went start right down the field and, and scored. So, how, so what was slow about the start? Well, I put it to you like this: to the to the end of the thing, a slow start because yes, Corey, you're right. When we took our first possession and scored, With but ease. the thing was. But there was a lull the moment we got that score because it was a lull literally for a quarter. And half that quarter and all the second quarter, it was a lull and we did nothing with it. It was almost like – I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you where it is. It really feels like because Valley scored first, we felt like we had to match their score. The moment we scored that touchdown, it was a lull. We scored 21 dry. points. It should have been 28. I mean, I, yeah. I know the expectations are high, but to say – We, we approve versus Valley. And, and I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I'm playing right. devil's advocate. 
like what's the like teams would die would kill to score 21 True. points and a half yeah but we're saying yeah. it was a slow start like what, yeah. what okay so what would have made it a fast start like tell me like let's go through this game and say okay well we should this would have made it a quote-unquote fast start i tell you i tell you what not have the main thing that neither me or might be mentioned the turnovers because now watch this Savior goes in and doesn't get that turnover. We get a touchdown. See, that changes the perception of that whole first half. That's what I said earlier. That's that's literally a half a yard difference. Watch watch this. That fumble, plus again, what we mentioned, penalties, because now it changes the complexion of the game because now you got a long passing touchdown that, number one, gives Shadour over 500 yards passing on this game. Also, he has five passing touchdowns, and that's another touchdown because that's 14 points that we would have gotten in the first half. So now instead of it being 21-7 at the half, you're talking about 35-7 at the half. So compare going going to the bye week this week to last year, right? Or compare to going to the bye week this year to last year. Uh, when we talk about the slow starts, I, I, we didn't think it was – we didn't know if it was something that we could change or fix throughout the season, especially when you factored in the, the offensive line and lack of run game because, as I've stated on previous episodes, that's a personnel issue. You can't address that until December, right? So when you look at it this season, how much more uh, are confident or or optimistic are you about us being able to fix it since it's, you just went over it? It's not a personnel issue. Everything you named was things that we can correct. I'm confident that we can fix it. I'm confident. Uh, yeah, like I said, two things that travel – uh, defense and a running game. And, you know, we've gotten better at the running game. We've gotten better at being more physical uh, from the offensive line perspective. So we we had the pieces there. You know, as, as Zoe said, it's just a matter of them gelling and, and, and getting together and getting that cohesiveness. And uh, eventually you will, uh, you will you will see it. So I'm a lot more confident uh, this year. Last year was kind of more of a, you know, you know, this is what we are. So how can we work around it? What, what can we, you know, implement to, um, uh, offset the, uh, the the lack of a running game. This year we don't have that problem. The running game is there. It, it's more of an execution thing. And let me just add too, because I don't want to play devil's advocate, but the other thing that travels, unfortunately for us, and the book is out, we turn the ball over, and that's contagious. We turn the ball over quite a bit. We've got yes. we've got very lackadaisical putting the ball on the ground, from Shadour to the running backs to the receivers. And we've had multiple in the first half, multiple games with fumbles. Matter of fact, I believe we had three fumbles um, in that game. I think we just we had three fumbles in the game against Valley, but we lost one. You know, and plus you know Shadur had his had his um, you know his interception late in the game, and so we really got to work on it because that's contagious, and that's another thing that travels. Good defense, good running game, but guess what? What's one thing that could kill you? Turn the ball over on the road, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And for a team like us, yeah, we know that we and we have confidence that we can overcome ourselves, you know, specifically what we do in the in the second half and we get that behind. And we can always throw ourselves back in the game and we know this. But the thing is, it's almost like we want to op- go from the opening tap dominating. So we never want to put ourselves in that position because if we're not in that position, you're going to get a lot more FAMU scores more so than we would have gotten. I, can't, I hate to even say any of them because all our games have been blowout really, but. Yeah. You'll get more of what we got for FAMU if we're really on, you know, handling our business like we're supposed to. So relative to your expectations going to the bye week, where are we now compared to where you would hoped we would have been? We above? Ahead of, ahead of 
curb head of schedule? That's not a, on that's pace. A tricky, or? That's, a, that's a tricky. That's a tricky question. Where we are ahead. I mean, it's sacrilegious to say we're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the numbers point to it. I mean, we're 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 averaging forty-seven and a half points, and we're giving up nine. We're far better than what we were at this point last year, you know. So it's sacrilegious to say we aren't. But again, I guess the one thing we can rest on is that we're focusing on the eye test because we see the game, we see what the numbers say, and our play matches that. But we also see what we can be better because we recognize. We know that if we're at our best, nobody belongs on the field with us, and we just want to see that, see more of that, I guess I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say at this point, my my expectations are met uh, so far in terms of my expectations of this team going into the season uh, right now. Uh, you know, I, I can't I can't say that that um, that I'm lacking anywhere, but, you know, as Zoe said, there's always room for improvement. There are places where we can be better. Uh, we can cut down on the turnovers. You know, a lot of that is our, you know, receivers and our ball carriers being very physical and trying to push for the extra yard. But you got to have the um, – you, you got to, you know, tuck the ball first. You protect the ball first. So uh, we just we just got to get back to the basics on that. So, again, these are things that can be fixed. These are things that are coachable. So um, I, I feel very um, content about the team moving forward. But at this point, my expectations are met. So, um I've already booked a room in Atlanta. I'm staying. At, I'm staying at Zoe's crib. I don't have to book a room. He got me. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. But uh, fellas, I mean that that's it, man. Not you know the, the game spoke for itself. Not not really much to speak about after this. It's what we expected. We did what we knew we were going to do. So let's mm-hmm. uh, you know just take this bye week. Let's rest up. Let's get ready for well, Alabama State and man, Coach Prime. You guys remember the last time we went to Alabama? It wasn't Alabama State, but when we went in, when uh, Coach Prime seemed like he had a chip on his shoulder for whatever reason, it seems like the same thing with them with this Alabama State this time, scheduling us for homecoming. So what do y'all think uh, Coach Prime has in store this time? Well, look, I, I want to echo my coach. I'm taking on his personality. You know, you can quote me too. I love it. I love the fact that they scheduled us for homecoming. I echo my coach. And – you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some things coming for him for putting us, I guarantee you. Or better what he said last year in northern Alabama. What fool decided to schedule JSU for homecoming? Yeah, I don't I don't understand um why Alabama State's administration would, would do that to the alumni and, and, and to the student body. Why why would they, you know, punish them like that? It's, well, it's gonna be a real sad homecoming. Um, well, isn't it that the- man, what Go go ahead. No, I mean I, I mean I, I talked to my buddies last year, Alabama AM, you know, when he went to the game, he was just like, you know, after the game, you know, wasn't well, no, after parties or nothing like that. You just went back to the hotel room. That's terrible. You know, got That's ready terrible. to get back on the road. Well, you you so, know what I'm saying. We turned the home coming to a home. Why would you ruin the overall uh homecoming experience like that for for your fan base? Well, isn't it that right. they select a homecoming date uh with, without knowing who's gonna who's on schedule that week? I think they pick yeah. a date for homecoming before the schedule well, comes out. Well, that's not smart. <laughs> I agree. Smart, oh, fast, uh, tough, and disciplined. <laughs> they don't check the smart box, huh? Yeah. Oh, but before we get off, man, one thing I got I got to give Valor some props on. Um, they had 181 yards rushing. That, that that that's very impressive against against our defensive front against our front seven. Really good. And that uh that INT by by, by the, um that DB that uh you know should do his first interception. Did, did you see that catch? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. That, that was, that was yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah, I was standing right, literally right in front yeah. of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, not to take anything away from him, but most of that came on one big play. The, yeah. the rushing yards. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is Just what like it is. Family, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah, talked about yeah. it. Most of the scores uh, against Jackson Stop State playing. have, yeah, have come because of a big play, but you know, mm-hmm. a busted yeah. play, just a big play, but we haven't really seen a team move the ball down the field. I'm talking about a sustained drive for the 65 plus yards that it's going right. to take yeah. to beat the team. So for a team to consistently score on us, no team has shown that they can do that. You can get a big yeah. play here and there and get your fans excited, but, and that's why I don't blink when it happens. Cause I say, Oh, big play. Yeah. He busts through the middle big, but that's not going to continue to happen. They can't move the ball up and down the field on us. So. Yeah, true, but Valley should have scored nothing. Valley shouldn't have scored anything. I agree. But it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. We got the good. Four no fellas. Stop complaining. Be happy. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll catch you fellas next time. All right. All right, man. D I love. Go Tigers. Yeah, I love. love. And that'll do it for episode 271 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify video users. Rate and review the show and everyone. Go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Video, YouTube, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag I Believe. Hashtag The I Love. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.